Hey authors, welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White and today we are talking about the middle of your book. I have seen questions asked about the beginning of the book and I've seen questions asking about the climax and the ending but a lot of us you know struggle with the middle and I'm getting close to the middle on my work in progress and I've noticed just for me in these last few days that I've had to go back to my outline because I think for a while there I kind of got you know so focused on the writing part that I kind of detoured a little bit in terms of the story so I'm like okay wait a minute let's go back to the map let's go back to the outline and let's use that as our reference point and come back but how do you deal with the middle of your book like what is so important that has to go in those pages between the inciting incident all the way to the climax of your story now this is all strictly my opinion yes i have uh, referenced writer's guides before and of course you can look this up just to ask how do you write a strong middle because you don't want it to drag you don't want it to go too fast and at the same time you still want to find that balance because at the end of the day the middle in my opinion is built on a lot of reactions and actions so a lot of action is going on a lot of conflict and tension is being added in the meat in the sense of your story so how are your characters reacting to it what is going on that throws them off balance what is pulling them towards that either positive arc change or the negative arc change is your character going to change for the better by the end of the story or are they changing for the worse at the end of your story so as you're writing your scenes how are they relevant to that process so that's what I have to ask myself. If I want something to pull my leading man and leading lady closer together, then not only am I going to add conflict and tension, but I'm also going to add, you know, the elements to bring them closer together, but at the same time, allowing real life obstacles to pull them apart. And at, and then you have to ask, okay, are they going to fight for each other? Are they going to, you know, just, you know, walk away and, you know, let's say, hey, it's too difficult. We can't make this work. How are we going to be together after this? It doesn't matter. So I think the key is conflict and tension. And secondly, you know, what action is going on? Is there a pivotal scene happening in that middle? You're like kind of like your first plot point, like outside of your inciting incident. What's a big plot point? Like what's going to happen that throws them off? How do they, and then how do they react to that? Then, okay, they're kind of over that one. And then let's say you have a second plot point. Okay, how are they reacting to this? So whatever you're throwing in there, whatever you're throwing in there for conflict, whatever you're throwing in there to add tension and suspense, whatever you're doing to throw them off, basically. That's the basic uh, way I can put it is what are you doing to throw your characters off? And once you figure that out, depending on your story you'll be able to decide okay how are they going to overcome this okay now they've gotten through that something else comes up okay how are they going to overcome this okay now this has come up okay so it's just you creating scenarios it's just you creating scenarios now what works for me and what I like to do now that I've gotten past head hopping, <laughs> but I like to bounce back and forth between my points of view, particularly with my leading characters, which is usually for me, the male character and my female leading lady. And in a particular scene, I'll start off with either what he's thinking and I'll see the world through his eyes. 
And then in the next scene, I'll shift over to her and how is she reacting to him and how is she processing his behavior and how is she reacting to, you know, what he said in the last scene. And then maybe I'll add a third scene to where I go back to him. Okay, now that she's had her moment, how is he reacting to her? How is he responding? What is his thought process? So there may be three to four scenes at a time in one chapter just for me. And that's because, you know, mostly for... And the romance, it may range in terms of just a chapter length for me between 1,800 words to maybe 3,000 words. It may be longer. It may be shorter. It all depends on the scenes. How is he reacting? And then I turn over to see how she's reacting. And then it may go back to him in a new scene or a new chapter. So I'm going back and forth because I want the readers to see the growth of both characters. I don't want to just focus on her. I want to see what he's thinking. And I don't want to just keep all... The focus on him I want to know what she's thinking and how are they allowing life to either pull them closer together or how are they allowing it to pull them apart and will it be a happy ending or not usually for me it's going to be a happy ending because of the category that I'm in is either a happily ever after or a happy or a happy for now I think that's the word I think it's the hfn happy for now type of the thing so but adding that real life obstacle adding that realistic tension and something that's just going to throw them off and how are they dealing with it as adults and sometimes they make stupid decisions you may have a chapter we're like okay you know they're this is just stupid but as as humans we make stupid decisions you know like we walk away from something we jump to conclusions and you know we get you know so angry about something and it turns out it was nothing but because of our past we allowed it to take over and we got so hyped and caught up in the moment that we have to go back and apologize so that that's what we do <laughs> we we make decisions out of you know rash you know whatever is going on and so that's that's what we do so depicting that in a story you know, it, it may get on the reader's nerves a little bit like, oh my gosh, like quit tripping because seriously, but, <laughs> but you're depicting that you're depicting that and you want your readers that engrossed. I mean, honestly, there have been books where I have talked out loud, like, oh, come on, but that's how involved you want your readers. Seriously, if I can make you love my character, then I've done my job. Or if I have a character that you don't like, if I made you hate this person, then I've done my job. So adding all of that contributes to to that big climatic scene and that big climatic scene is basically the turning point and based off of your character's reaction to that turning point will end your book whether it was for the good or whether it was for the bad so that's just my process like I said I really didn't research this out I have again read writer's guides and I have read articles but I wanted you guys to hear my opinion how I write because there have been those days where I've gotten lost okay what do I write for this middle part I have my opening my opening is good and I know it's going to happen at the end but this middle thing you know and a lot of us struggle with the middle and again you don't want it to drag you do not want it to drag because your readers in a sense want to get to the point (laughs) they want the point like okay what's the point of the story stick to the point and if your scenes are not moving the plot forward cut it out if there's no reason behind this scene if there's if it's not adding to the change in your character in terms of their arc leave it out don't add something like okay well I gotta put something in here no every scene has to make sense every scene has to move it forward every scene has to count for something that's what I'm learning I can't just write something just because I thought it sounded good 
I mean, believe it or not, it may sound good. I may thought I, I may think, wow, that's just, you know, that's the most beautiful paragraph of prose I ever wrote. But if it has no <laughs> reason and if there's no substance to the story, I have to take it out. So again, all this is my opinion. I hope it made sense because all of us have our different strategies. All of us have our different writing process. So that's just what I am uh, dealing with is as I get closer to the middle of my book. Now, what is necessarily the middle? Well, anything after your inciting incident and anything before the climax. That's how I pinpoint it. Whatever is after your inciting incident and anything before the climax is the middle of your story. And how you build to that climax is crucial. And you have to build it in such a way that your readers stay engaged to where they want to finish the book. So again, it has to make sense and it has, it has to count for the story. So I'm going to get back to writing the middle. <laughs> I'm going to get back to writing the middle. And forgive me if I stumble over a few words here, but you know, that's just how much is in my brain in terms of, okay, we got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. We got to calculate this, go back to the outline. So I hope you guys got something out of this. Again, if you're having trouble with the middle, go back to the outline. If for those of us that do outline, if you're a pantser, my best advice to you is to take a breather and then come back to it or take a few notes, just write something down just to kind of keep you you know, in line with your story so you don't deter off course too much. But I hope you guys are having an awesome day. Have a great, great weekend. And just remember, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. So God bless. Talk to you guys later. Bye.